Okay. This is different. <laughs> it is slightly different, yeah. I, f- I feel like we should get the elephant out of the room straight away. Okay, uh, yeah, go on. We are not in the same place. We are not sharing... <laughs> We are not <laughs> sharing the metaphor. Not met- metaphorically speaking, we are not in the same place at all. No, we're not. We're no, not we're sharing not. the same space at the moment, are we? We're uh, you're not here. No, we're not. We're in separate places for the first time ever on an episode of the Babblement. This is borderline unacceptable. But to be honest, it's, we've yeah, done but... this before. Yeah, any conversation I mean, we have. It's, it's... Yeah, it's important. Um, but there's a reason why, isn't there? And, oh yes. And the reason's not just because of our geographical location, but because, and I feel like I I, I can hand over to you, but uh, you are doing a a charity, um, Twitch sharing gamer thon. Fuck, why don't you just say what it is? Well, it's on YouTube. But you're close. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, we're doing a I mean, 20, yeah. 24-hour live stream from Friday to Saturday, which, as you know, is our usual recording eve. Uh, yeah. So we've preemptively struck before we got there and decided that we're going to make sure that there is definitely an episode by doing it this way yes, if you don't so, like it well you may as well just tell us about it because everyone else tells us stuff so yeah I've got some really great stuff that people have told us this week have um, it? but I Excellent. suppose yeah I have yeah we'll um, but yeah so we're we? not in the same room yeah I think we should um, but it's fine we're still conversing we're still doing what we bringing do bringing you yeah, and so listeners, if it sounds a bit strange, which hopefully it won't, but if it does, that's why. No, we don't sound strange. We never sound strange. No. I was immediately going to do an accent then, but I won't. <laughs> I'll Probably best not to. Yeah. So we've been up to them. Um, well, I went to um, my auntie and uncle's seventieth birthday party. That sounds exciting. I mean, How was it? It's as exciting as those things can be. <laughs> um, it's just weird, isn't it? Because you have like two of my cousins came, and I haven't seen them for a really long time. Yeah. But it's just weird. I was thinking after like, they sort of arrived, like, I literally don't know anything about them. Like I don't oh, know right. them it's, at all. It's been that long that you don't even. Yeah, it's like extended family. Yeah. And funnily enough, one of my cousins lives two doors down from you. Oh, really? Yeah, and she's the one with the fucking dog. You're shitting me, man. No, that is my cousin's dog, or dogs. They've got two. It's fucking unacceptable. <laughs> You'll have a word. I know. I had. I said to her, I was. I, she's sort of like, oh, hi, I haven't seen you for so long. I was like, no, the last time I've seen you was at your mum's funeral. By the way, your dogs are really fucking loud, and we were trying to record a podcast. <laughs> it's totally unacceptable. Yeah, so she apologised. She's like, oh, I didn't realise, which I thought was a weird statement. Like, how, why would you have realised <laughs> Like, I didn't, didn't realise you were down the road unannounced recording a podcast. <laughs> but it got me to thinking about some of the kind of preposterous things that all sort of parties seem to have. Of You know the kind of um, hall parties that you have? Well, yeah. it got me thinking like a buffet. A buffet is such a kind of staple party thing. But what's really mm. interesting is seeing what people pick. Oh, what is your what choice for the buffet? For. Yeah, what's, what's your a buffet kind of like... to you? Yeah, what what does a buffet? Because it was pointed out to me that my buffet food choice is that it's all beige. Oh right, okay. So just a complete beige. So, what is like foods. sausage rolls, volavants? Uh... Well, so they were sausage rolls. Mini cocktail pizzas, sausages, cocktail sausages, dead um, bits of chicken that have been out for too long. Yeah, I had one sandwich. It was a ham sandwich, and I got laughed at because I pulled out the tomato, the only bit of vegetable or salad or anything of goodness. <laughs> I pulled it. It's not because I don't like tomato. It's just the fact that it was like one tiny soggy bit of tomato. Just straight up, like nah, bro, I'm not doing this. Yeah, but isn't it strange how? Like the buffet is such, you get some people who go for the fruit, some people that go for the little like mini chocolatey things, some people that just go oh, just a plate of cake. 
you come back yeah. to the plate. Everyone's got like chicken legs and like sandwiches, like you say, and it's just one dude. Normally younger, but it's always just a massive mound of cake. Well, it or reminds me frozen cheesecakes. Yeah, yeah. Very questionable. <laughs> Whether is it defrosted? Is it not? Like, Am I going to get? It reminds me of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it reminds me of this. Um, when I a job I used to have, I worked in a museum for a while, mm. and there was this woman I used to work with who was fucking crazy. Like she right. was crazy. <laughs> she was crazy. Actually but we mental. had a staff. Yeah, yeah, she was. We had this staff Christmas do. And she turned up with her husband, who was also really fucking weird. And, like, the food that they sort of... There's that kind of uh, unleashing of the food upon the party, isn't there? Where like, all the cellophane comes <laughs> Everyone's up. attention is drawn by the unwrapping of, like, <laughs> yeah. chicken nuggets. Conversations just stop immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> People start running. <laughs> <laughs> like the it's a of stampede! A Jumanji reference. She ran over to the fucking buffet, like without dropping a beat. She's like, bang, she was there, and she came back. And you know, like standard buffet paper plates. Yeah. It was like dipping. She was having to hold the bottom. <laughs> it and was the straining. Top of the pie. <laughs> <laughs> and she came and put it down, and she was like, "Oh, I, I got some food for um, me and my husband." Which would have been more convincing had her husband not come over with exactly the same amount of food on the plate. <laughs> no, that's just for you, you fat bastard. Yeah, and it was like fucking hell. You're, you, like, it looked like she hadn't eaten for weeks. She'd been in quarantine. It's, she's gone to a wedding and or she... birthday. She's getting her money's worth. Yeah, man. And it's I've crazy, taken time out of my day to come and celebrate your event, so I'm going to eat all <laughs> of the free food. <laughs> but don't you think it's funny because I get that guilt it's like I don't put what I want to put on the plate because I don't want to look like what do you mean bastard. you don't put what you want on there what, so you actually well, you want don't... more is what you're trying to say yeah the volume I don't put as much of it on there because I don't want to look because you look at some people's place and they've got like a fucking you know pickled onion and a like a <laughs> Cheese One sandwich. cocktail stick with a bit of cheese and a bit of onion on <laughs> yeah, it yeah cheese and pineapple. pineapple and you're like oh fucking hell so you end up not going or not getting as much as you can. And, and then, then just returning also... three or four times. <laughs> yeah, but because you also feel guilty about that, you don't return either. You just sit there longing so and staring like... at the rest of the food. Yeah, just starving. Just fucking <laughs> starving. Slowly withering away, wishing that food would appear. Absolutely, yeah. Um... I mean, the one thing that I always bring away from like birthday parties and things like that is that uh, small, normally boys' trousers knees must be made of Teflon for the amount of fucking sliding about they do. <laughs> <laughs> like, whenever you've got that sort of hall setting and you know, there's a DJ on like a laminated floor, boys of all ages are running across just skidding the motherfucker, power sliding like crazy motherfuckers yeah. all over the place. <laughs> That's what they should make bulletproof vests out of. You boys <laughs> Whatever boys trousers, trousers need. <laughs> 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 Teflon knees. Kneecap him. Oh, we can't. He's got Teflon knees on. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, I think the next party that I go to, I'm going to see if adult trousers have Teflon knees. Can you imagine just like (laughs) all of a sudden, like 10, 30, and 40 year old men (laughs) sliding around on their knees? Three, two, one, like a wave across the hall. <laughs> just a big wave. So like kind of semi-overweight dudes just fucking smashing. Everyone face plants because the knees don't slide. <laughs> Mid, like middle-aged bumper. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I know what I'm doing in the next party. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, I don't know how long you want a long silence for, but... <laughs> oh, well, I did, obviously, I didn't know whether you had recorded or not, did I? <laughs> Just say it! We would have sat here for like half an hour! <laughs> <laughs> I was like...
Oh yeah, shit. I suppose I'm not going to know. Normally, when the, we the set thing is, yeah, like, there's obviously there's there's visual cues. Normally, I'm like I press the button and I point at you and I say, yeah, we're recording now, and you go, okay, and you start talking. That was just like <laughs> fucking tumbleweeds. I was going for a <laughs> dramatic pause. The most dramatic of dramatic pauses. Because it's episode seventeen. It is episode seventeen. And baby, we're I got your back. 17. Like we're still seventeen. Oh, we both went for seventeen lyrics. Excellent. East seventeen. <laughs> Bit of East seventeen. Bit of Southeast seventeen. Um, Southeast seventeen. Yeah, to be seventeen again. Sound like. uh, oh, it sounds like it could be something not legal. Yeah, imagine being seventeen again. I All think useful 17. energy. Well, it was when I really kind of hit my stride at seventeen. Oh, was it really? Yeah, I mean, there was Got into a full bolt, full Usain Bolt. Well, I was kind of, it was just, I, I got to the stage, I sort of, grow, growing up, had a kind of, you know, like friends of mine were allowed to drink before, like when they were sort of 13, mm. and there was a family party, <laughs> and they could have a Bacardi Breeze. Oh, right, okay, I was going to say, what you meant, like down the park at 13 or something. No, 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 but you not I was it? never allowed to do that, <laughs> it was kind of 17... I was at college, my dad was kind of like, yeah, you just do what you want, mate. Finally chilled out with you, yeah, they were like, yeah, you're an adult. Yeah, so I was just going out all the time and, and going to gigs and having, having a, road, a carefree life, yeah. Yeah, nice. Carefree, like the babblement. At 17, I had met my wife, then girlfriend. Yeah, that's mad, man. Um... Yes, and was planning the demise of the rest of my single life. <laughs> <laughs> but it went well. Well, it's funny. It's funny, like, the demise of the single life. It's funny because I was watching um, the new Louis Theroux sets of documentaries. Ah, yes, I meant to watch this because he was in our neck yeah. of the woods recently, wasn't he? Yeah, I think that was for the next series. I'm not Ooh. sure. I'm not sure how close the editing is, but I've only watched the first one of the new kind of trio the yeah. first one's all about um, polyamory. Right, okay. And, I mean, it's preposterous. I mean, for people that don't know what a polyamorous relationship is, it's basically uh, people enter into a relationship knowing that they won't be the only two in it, as in they are capable of loving more than one person, both physically yeah. and mentally and metaphorically. But I'm kind of glad that you haven't seen it because I wanted to ask you a, th a few kind of things about it just to gauge your reaction as to how you feel about it. Um, because I okay. was watching it and found myself confused and slightly irritated, which is, tends to be my kind of general <laughs> demeanour. Um, this is this is the me. first thing. The first thing that comes up is this idea of a thruple. A thruple. Yeah, T H R U P P L E, thruple. So Thruple. it's the idea that obviously you're in a three-way couple, um, and there's these these two guys and this lady who are in this thruple, and neither of them kind of want to be in a thruple, but she does. So the other two just kind of put up with it. Um, and there's a moment in a documentary, Honestly Man, I Only Died, where they're talking about Louis Theroux's, I don't really know how to kind of bring this up, but, you know, how does the sort of, sort of, does this awkward thing and they realise that he's asking about sex. Right, and okay, yeah. <laughs> in true Louis style. The two, the two guys are kind of awkwardly looking at each other and say, oh yeah, at first we all just kind of joined in together. Um, which I suppose, if there is a benefit of a thruple, perhaps that that for, would be know, one, one of them, them. yeah, okay. Know. One um, or two or three of them. But what's really funny is one guy is like, yeah, the, the, the problem was um, that, like, let's say guy A is called Ben and guy B is called Pete. Right. And Ben, ben says, yeah, the problem is, you know, I, um, I really like having sex, but I can't really last that long whereas Pete can last for ages so there were times 
where we'd be having sex and I would just kind of get bored and go down and make a snack and then go back. <laughs> and Pete is sat there with the smuggest look on his face and then it's immediately wiped off because Ben turns around and goes but I'm much better at foreplay and you just see Pete you just see his eyes kind of sink and he just looks so fucking sad about it I was, but anyway, so that was one of the. the so surely that surely that's just like the two of them constantly digging each other. I obviously they they get on and all that, and they're in this together, and they all get the fucking deal. But surely there'd be a, a certain degree of well, you know, just that. Like yeah, you had to go down and make a sandwich, <laughs> yeah. or or whatever. It's like like what you made a sandwich? Yeah, you carried on, came back up, ate it while we were, you know, it's that sort of like showing off, isn't it? It must that must happen because men do that anyway, even if it's like of course they do. You know, they're, they're, if really they're shagging s- their own misses. <laughs> yeah, of course. But what was really sad about it was there was this couple who. Um, she was in a relationship. She was married to one guy and engaged to another guy. Right. The other guy who she was engaged to was also married with two kids. But let's call him Ken, because I can't remember his name. Okay. Ken is married, but getting no other action. And there's a bit towards the end of it, man. It's so fucking funny, because they're talking about, you know, he says, yeah, I'm still holding out to meet the right person, then I can sort of... Have a, a, a you know, dual relationships like my wife does. Mm. Um, he's like, but I mean, you know, if I don't know what her, Karen and Daryl. <laughs> so you got Ken, Carol, Darren. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, Carol and Darren. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't too matter. Many R's. Um, <laughs> and, it's too Ken's many of a lot like, of things. Oh, you know, I mean, if I <laughs> if if they wanted me to kind of come and watch, I'd be perfectly happy with that too. And she's like, absolutely not. Oh my and god! He just, again, he just looks off on the side, like denied. <laughs> he clearly just wasted. Like, come on, I'm, I'm getting nothing else from this, and she won't even let me watch. But I have a sentence which I think will give you a context as Go to. On. Um, so this is from a review in The Guardian. Um, okay. Theroux gently interrogates three polygroups. Joel, Matthias, and AJ live and love together on an eco-homestead and have other partners too, or in Joel's case, sweeties. She called them sweeties because she tends not to use hierarchical terms in my polydynamics. Right. Um, so you're starting to get a bit of a sense yeah. that it's all a bit I'm a vegan <laughs> which again <laughs> they all save the planet no as well with, but it's kind of I don't know I couldn't help watching it I could as I was watching it I couldn't help thinking like surely your lives could like sh- it's just too complicated it's just too complicated yeah, I look and at I, it this way right thinking, as a married yeah, man what? with two children the thought of having another woman scares the shit out of me because I can barely handle the management of one and getting it right yeah let alone having two and I'm sure, sure Toad's exactly the same exactly I'd be equally disappointing both women <laughs> so at yeah. least it would be fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah but also like we were talking about the fact that you know it's such a strange it's such a strange concept because and I mean listeners if you're trying if you are sat watching this with your significant other my advice to you is don't try to justify why polyamory conceptually is an interesting idea. Oh yeah, don't do that. <laughs> because that could go down very That bad. could be taken a but, very different way to what you intend. But I think there was something that was really interesting that they said in it, where they were talking about sort of the dynamics and who's who and where's go- what goes where. <laughs> and right. I sort of feel like... It's almost impossible for everyone involved in that situation or circumstance or whatever to feel as involved as someone else. And again, I think it's yeah. important to stay at this stage. Whatever you're into, whatever you like, is that's cool. up to you. That's completely like, up to cool. you. As soon yeah, as you put like, it on, as soon as you let Louis Theroux in, everyone's allowed yeah. to comment on it. Of course, of course, and everyone is going to comment. <clears throat> of course, and I think. The best part of the whole thing is Louis Theroux goes to this um, like sensual food tasting event. 
a sensual and, food tasting. Yeah, so you're all kind of it's like a sensory, sensual food tasting thing where you right. basically sit cross-legged on the floor in your pants and mm-hmm. someone fe- feeds you with a blind and you've got a blindfold on. And it's kind of and he's trying to get involved with it and stuff and he said he makes a point of saying like he asked his wife if it was okay with her for him to kind of participate in all right, this okay, kind of yeah. stuff. And then right at the end of the episode he's kind of, they're kind of asking him to reflect on what he thought about it yeah. and he just goes they just kept feeding me cheese <laughs> <laughs> he's like I just I didn't want to eat that much cheese and the woman kind of goes to him well you could have said something he's like no no it's fine it's too <laughs> and polite. that would be my prank just there are so many me things that I can't eat Particularly being <laughs> you don't want you want to seem like you're trying to ingratiate yourself in this fucking. Mm, I've got the shits. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. I've got to go. My I'm really sorry. <laughs> it was a sensory overload. <laughs> Two, three, four. Don't be angry and don't be pissed. Just sit there and put it on a wrist. Ah, it's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's a theme. It's a theme tune, man. We've got our own theme tune. It almost makes me happy, so I can't deliver the hate list. <laughs> You've got to try. We have to try. Okay. I'll tell you what. I'll go first then. Oh, right, you go first. I feel like I've got a, a seasonal one, which is all year round, but ramped up due to the impending December holiday. Impending Christmas day. <sighs> so, obviously, <laughs> Christmas is coming. Everyone knows this, blah de blah The one yep. thing that uh, grows exponentially, besides early Christmas things and you know advent calendar and decorations and blah 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 is on the tv now i don't watch yep. much telly but what we do no. watch is normally kids programs to keep keep sure. the children happy so therefore we watch children's channels like cartoon network and nickelodeon all those other lovely ones sure the adverts <laughs> the adverts for the toys specifically now obviously with christmas coming they want to show off their newest toys which range from absolute collectible bullshit to actually half-decent action figures, etc. But the one thing they all have in common is that they will show the advert with this incredible background and set. Like, for instance, when it was, when it was me younger, I was watching like, the Action Man advert, one, one in the Action Man that came out. Oh, man, I want the Action Man. Not only did he have a boat, but he landed on a fucking beach that had rocks and barbed wire on it. And I was like, yes! I'm going to get that. Never yeah, looked the course. same when it was on my stairs. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. And it's that, it's that you, you get, as a child, you're sold on the fact that, ah, oh, look at how good he looks, scaling that building. And then you're climbing him up the side of your fridge. And it's like, eh, kind of lost the, the impetus for it. And I, I hate well, the it... fact that they sell it use, using this display background and things. Yeah, I totally agree, Matt. It's funny, actually, because I watched Toy Story again recently. And I can remember <laughs> always being really pissed off that my parents never bought me any of the toys from the first Toy Story movie. Like, my mate had the Buzz Lightyear and the fucking Woody and all this kind of stuff. And I was really annoyed. But then again, I was, my point is, watching those adverts and the toys, like Buzz Lightyear, thinking that he can do all this kind of cool shit is exactly what you're talking about. And you get it, and it's just like this fucking doll, or this whatever, and you're just like, oh, okay, this is not as good as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> exactly, every time. And uh, it's, it's almost like they're preparing you for disappointment. It's like you're, you're okay. going to get used to being disappointed from this age. Yes. Because when you get the toy yes, out of the because... box, and it's just one lonely figure with some shit plastic attachment, and there's no background, there's no boat, there's no, you know, it's just so... <laughs> And then if if all goes if all goes in one certain way, you're going to end up being a thirty year old man, and you're going to get toys and not even take them out of the box. <laughs> you're just going to display them. Yes, they are yeah. for display purposes only. 
Yes, exactly. That disappointed that all the fun thing. of toys is sapped out of. Yeah, out of you the just collection. look at them. Oh, look at it. Look yeah. at it. Have you ever played it's them? Funny. What? No. I take them out of the box. Never. Sacrilege. <laughs> and then they have a heart attack and die because they're so overweight. Um, and the toys never so... leave the box. No, they're just really sad. The toys just witness a grown man just crying. <laughs> Um, it's funny that you bring up the Christmas thing though, because there's um, there's one again. It's not really. I've got a hate list entry this week. It's not really about um, Christmas per se. This but... week or this episode? <sighs> Just wondering. Obviously, I can't see your face, but I can imagine it. Yeah. Well, well congratulations. It's the first time I've done it in ages. <laughs> but we've so got to keep on this... top of it, dude. The hate list this episode, for <laughs> me, one of my entries is about um, getting something delivered. And I have okay. two parallel stories, right? So I ordered something. Now, I can't say what it is because the person that I've bought it for listens to the podcast. Okay? Right, okay. So I bought something you from purchased the an item. Okay. Yeah. I purchased an item. I purchased this item on... Tuesday last so we are now we're recording on the 27th so I sorry I bought it on Thursday the 22nd of November okay. right so nearly a week nearly a week it's supposed to be delivered but no in fact I've I've it was exactly a week ago I ordered it it was supposed to be delivered on the 22nd ah now, right okay because I work so far away from where I live Obviously, getting parcels delivered is a bit tricky. We live in a basement flat, so it's all and it's quite hard to find. Anyway, yeah. I specified what to do if I wasn't in. Ah, so you so, use the extra orders? Yes. So I put ah. some extra kind of gumph in to try and tell. Please them. take it to my safe space and right. leave it there. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, twenty-second rolls round. No, no dice. Twenty-third. I mean, it wasn't dice that I ordered. I <laughs> parcel. No parcel. Um, <laughs> No parcel, nothing over the weekend. So yesterday, and bearing in mind they hadn't sent me the tracking details, so I finally got them through. Okay. And the tracking details had said, try to deliver parcel refused at the door. Okay. Item now being sent back to send. Refused at the door? Right. So, I then, I'm fucking furious. <laughs> I'm fucking furious because I've paid extra for it to be delivered because I thought we'll get over the Christmas delivery hump and I'll get it now. Yeah. And so I go, so I get on to um, Yodel and yeah, I'm like, hang them. on. I'm like, come on a fucking minute. Hang on. You said blah, de, blah, de, blah, de, blah. Anyway, I get on this like live chat thing. Yeah, and she's saying, "Yeah, well, the item was refused at the door. You should have tracked the parcel." <laughs> to which I replied, "Well, how could I have tracked the parcel? I didn't have the tracking information." I said, "How have you said that it was refused at the door? Hang on, it gets worse. How have you said that it's refused at the door when nobody rang my doorbell? There was no cards. There was nothing there." And she said, "Well, sometimes the drivers find it hard to find the place, so they might have gone to the wrong door." And and I was like, well, how is that helpful? Right. But that, that's not Surely your it's fault, is it? job to go, oh, this is the wrong flat. Oh, do you know where it is? No, I don't. Oh, I'll carry on looking for it. Not just standing outside a block of flats. Knock on the first one and be like, are you Ryan? No. Ah, oh, fuck uh, it then. Okay. <laughs> and, sent it, and so so it sent it back. The person who I'm buying it from on eBay is the least helpful person in the fucking world. As they and always that are. won't give me any animation. So then I find exactly the same item for exactly the same price. I ordered it at one o'clock yesterday, and it arrived at eleven o'clock this morning. Yeah, there you go then. And it was left in the safe place. Well, I I very much hope you have reviewed both people with zero stars, no stars. Honestly, me. I was just like, what the fuck are we doing? And if this is what it's like four weeks before Christmas, imagine what it's going to be like over the next couple of weeks. Oh, I can't wait. Carnage. I cannot wait. So I'll tell you on what, the hate I'm, list, I wanna go on. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna inter- interrupt your hate list entry, which is what's no, fine. Um well I'm calling it um shitty delivery etiquette. 
yeah, that, spot on. So that's on the list. But I'd like to just interject right. at this point. Now, we're not the kind of pod to do holiday specials. But I kind of okay. want to do a holiday special. Uh, oh, okay. Well, like a Christmas special. Well, a seasonal special. Encompassing okay. all of the the Christmassy New Year period, I believe. Okay. So I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking out loud. If we record a Christmas special, let's say, let's call it that for argument's sake. The stuffing. Can we? Because obviously we'll be back in HQ by then. Oh yeah. Can this, we this sit is, and not be just permanent. consistently and 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 continuously eat pigs in blankets? <gasps> for for the entire thing. Yeah, just we'll we'll go out and we'll bulk buy like just basically an, in, an inhumane pack of we'll just of, yeah, like a pot of gravy or something in the middle and we can yeah just dip. just dip just dip pig in blanket in gravy in mouth do you know what i would like to do while dipping and putting in mouth of the pigs in blankets Go on. I, I would like to be able to read out our listeners worst christmas experience or all christmas yep, present yep. or something like that if, you're, if, if you are listening to this, which someone is, because the plays keep going up and we're not listening to it, so yeah. you guys listening, whatever country you're in, whatever seasonal holiday you enjoy, whether it be Christmas or some other religious affiliated holiday, <laughs> please that was tell brilliant. us. Brilliant! I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Please tell us your worst seasonal holiday experience uh, and email it to us. Uh, what's the email again, Ryan? Well, you can email us at babblementpod at gmail.com. You can get in contact with us on Instagram and Twitter at babblementpod. Beautiful. Or you can head on over to Facebook, which is fb.me forward slash babblementpod. Beautiful. And if you would like to do that, you could very well wind up listening to your worst. <laughs> we'll keep it anonymous unless yeah. you give us a name. But we'll, you'll be able to listen yeah. to your worst Christmas experience. And we'll share it with you and we can all eat pigs and blankets together and, and share Christmas so let's do that that sounds fan-fucking-tastic I'll get the gravy on um, of course not being in the same location mm. you're probably not experiencing the same weather that I am at the moment um, well, I could look out my window I mean it, yeah it's pissing there is it night time? <laughs> I mean, I, I've just looked outside and I thought, shit, how long have I been out here for? Because it's dark. It, it is night time. It's bedtime. Uh, yeah, it's getting dark and it's cold. It's 20 past well. 2 in the afternoon and it is dark. <laughs> yeah, it's, what is it's this abomination? Fantastic. Yeah, it's not fantastic. Really. Anyway, I mean, continuing it's not with dark, the hate list. Is it not? Um, um, pitch no, back. it's not. Um, well, I so it's difficult because we've had so many, so many different um, entries of hate. Yeah. That it, it, it it's kind of I felt like by now I should have stopped or should have run out. <laughs> but you haven't. <laughs> but I haven't, and. My second entry to the hate list is um, whistling. Whistling. <laughs> what just in general? <laughs> what is it an expression of? Absolutely fuck all. It's Banality. not an artistic <laughs> It's so banal, and it's just kind of. I was in a shop the other day, and, the, and I, I don't know why I didn't lead with this. The woman behind the counter is whistling along to the song, right. and the song is I'm Walking on Sunshine, which is one of the worst songs. That would go on the fucking list as well. <laughs> she's whistling along to it like okay. this. Ready? Yep. Ah. So it's melodyless whistling. <laughs> she's whistling the rhythm. 
Oh my god. And I kept looking over at her as if to say, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing that? And no, no, she didn't understand. Now, she might just be completely tone deaf, but I just thought, whistling is bad. Whistling is inane, it's pointless. Unless you are doing it alongside... (laughs) Yeah, melody. That's even worse. Yeah, that is so much worse. It was so off-putting as well. <laughs> Can't concentrate because of how tone deaf you are. No, whistling is completely fucking pointless. Well, I was going like to say, there's, there's only two, three people that can get away with whistling, right? Go on. Uh, a whittler, because a whittler <laughs> would whistle. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll allow it. Uh, a sheep herder, as it is part of his yeah, job. Fine. Uh, and because I didn't think ahead I'm going to say one of the olden time referees before whistles were invented <laughs> because I ran out of things because you said three because I said three and what I meant was two but that I think that one actually would still count a medieval referee he's allowed to whistle okay besides that yeah, no one can I whistle I mean I'll accept it no if you are if you are listening to this and you are a whistler stop just <laughs> stop please Okay, my game. Containers, packets, or otherwise mentioned holding implements that contain food that you buy, i.e. packets of crisps, packets of biscuits, etc., that are not full. (laughs) If I buy a packet of crisps, regardless of what the weight says, I want the entire pack of crisps to be crisps and not yeah. 75% air if I buy <laughs> a box of biscuits like that's no, fine sorry. it's fine I'm going to carry on oh anyway. wait I've just snotted everywhere have you? <laughs> this, is this is not a fucking drill <laughs> there is literally I have snotted everywhere oh for fuck's sake oh you're making me feel better anyway I don't care about biscuits anymore have you actually covered yourself in snot? yes <laughs> I mean, it's because I stifled too, because you were chatting, and then been just fucking exploded all over the <laughs> oh, it's, it's ectoplasm. It's ectoplasm. It's spooky goo. It's a spooky goo. Right, start again, start again. <laughs> no, no, that's start how it's staying, mate. I'm not getting oh, rid of that. for fuck's sake. That's in. So what you're saying is you're talking about containers. When you buy stuff, like... and it's not full. It says a weight yeah, of on course. it. They know what the weight is. They know exactly how much stuff is going into said container, and they purposely oversize it. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Just give me a little packet of crisps, that's all I'm getting. And then I won't feel like I'm being ripped off when I open it up and go, where's all my fucking crisps gone? You know who get it absolutely spot on? Who's that? Pringles. Oh, every time. You know how big the Pringle is. You know exactly how tall the pile of Pringles yeah. is. Full to the brim. Unlike a packet yeah. of Walker's crisps. Well, I don't even... I don't, I don't fuck with Walker's, man. I don't, yeah, I don't eat crisps. But when I buy them for other people and they open them and I'm like, where the fuck are all your crisps gone? <laughs> it offends yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I, I have and do eat crisps, but I would never, ever go for a Walker's. Not just because of the taste, but also because, like you say, I don't want to pay for 75% air. It's not, it's not good enough. Agreed. Have you cleaned up the Agreed. snot yet? The... Yeah. It's a spooky ghost. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, just a little thing. A few listeners got in contact, did they? And asked us, yeah, and asked us to explain. Well, I've got, yeah, I've got a couple of things I want to talk about from the listeners, um. Firstly, Bath Time Ben got in contact and said um, that Bath he was ben. indeed listening to it in the bath. So Bath Time Ben oh. is back. I'm so glad um, that you can loofer yourself with us caressing yeah, your ear canals. he listens to us whilst he's washing his bits. We had a couple of um, listeners who got in contact asking why is uh, the episode... 
um, called Gammon. So we're talking about obviously episode 16, the last episode was titled yes. Gammon. And a couple of people got in contact and asked, what the fuck does Gammon mean? Now, oh. um, so Gammon, and you probably would be able to sell, look look at the, po- the, the, the picture, the episode shot that I put up on Instagram at Government Pod. Um, and you'll be able to see a, a, a very good visual representation of what gammon in this context uh, actually is. And if your eyes um, don't work, but... a yeah. description of gammon would be a middle-aged... So... Uh, what, what would you say? Middle-aged... Well, I would go with... Uh, it's a, it's a popular term used to describe a particular type of Brexit voting uh, europhobic middle-aged white male whose meat-faced complexion suggests that they are perilously close to a stroke. The term gammon is linked to the unhealthy pink skin tone of such stout yeomen, probably because of high blood pressure caused by the decades of feces gone mad, being defeated in arguments about the non-existent merits of Brexit and women getting the vote. Gammon often make their appearance on BBC's Question Time, jabbing their porcine fingers at the camera whilst demanding immediate immediate nuclear strikes against remaining vote areas, people who eat vegetables and or cyclists. When gammon appear en masse, it's often referred to as a wall of gammon. Following the rise in prominence, the term gammon in mid-2018, hordes of basement-dwelling alt-writers organised on Paul and other on-light alt-right backwaters to remove the above <laughs> definition, which best fits the common usage of the word, from the Urban Dictionary. This followed a mass campaign of faux outrage from the uh, alt-right online publications and media pundits in which they attempted to portray the term as racist or classist. <laughs> in reality, it best uh, compares to the British phase, phrase disgusted of Tunbridge Wells. The first known usage of the term gammon to describe the complexion of men in overly jingoistic fashion dates back as far as 1838 a description of Mr. Gregsbury, a member of Parliament in Charles Dickens' novel Nicholas Nickleby. <laughs> last night, it was absolutely rammed with gammon. Some random gammon started posting, England for the English, give us Brexit now. Oi, gammon, pipe down or you'll do yourself a mischief. Brexit is a gammonite phenomenon born out of europhobia and an overconsumption of tabloid-induced euromyths. They probably really, really like Tommy Robinson playing, watching fucking darts. <laughs> so hopefully, listeners, that's a little bit uh, clearer. For well, you. if you if you ain't got it from that, you ain't getting it. <laughs> Can no. help. Yes, that is gambling. And I think the, uh, <laughs> this is. Uh, I want to end my. Our sort of description of gammon is uh, spitting out talking points found in fascist organs like the Daily Mail, or for those preferring something less intellectual, the Daily Express. Mm-hmm. Gammon exists in a state of perpetual outrage and an exasperation. I'm just an ordinary bloke, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, listeners. I hope that clears it up. Um, and the last thing I wanted to add to to Ooh. sort of counteract the hate towards the gammon folk, um, we received a really, really lovely, lovely email from a listener, um, which said, "Hey guys, just wanted to say thank you for making the Babam podcast. Sorry, I know it's kind of random out of the blue. Just having a rough time right now, and listening to the podcast has helped help to keep me cheery. So thank you very much." Oh no! Thank you, thank you well, for listening, and we're glad that I'm we, gonna can, call we can that help. Listener, Mrs. K, you're very welcome, Mrs. K. We will yes. continue to make absolutely inane nonsense in the hope of cheering you up. Yes, that is our sworn duty for you absolutely. and anyone that needs to not listen to realistic shit. Yeah, and the we're here. Mundane day-to-day bullshit we are here we cater to you we, we love you we're here for you always <laughs> always and forever <laughs> ah. 
I like this part. This part's always good when we get to the end because I always go into it having absolutely no idea what we're going to do. So well, it's funny because um, I always end having absolutely no idea what we did. So you, you can't remember what we've, we spoke about, and I don't know. No, what I immediately I immediately forget what's going on. But <laughs> yeah, the ends now. The 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 outro, the finale has uh, has been dedicated over the last few episodes to me kind of throwing a ridiculous game at you um, yeah. which, I, which I thought about so when I was at my um, auntie's 70th birthday party on Saturday um, they had a DJ and okay. um, I have to say as far as, as party DJs go particularly for the first couple of hours was playing some absolute caucus we had Marvin Gaye we had Otis Redding Beautiful. Temptations it was all pretty tasty nice. But then out of nowhere comes, you know, the Proclaimers, comes Ollie Murs, comes all these kind of bizarre oh, party no. songs. So it got me to thinking, and <clears throat> I'm going to end this episode with, uh, with this question. If you were a wedding DJ yeah. and you've got three songs to get the guests up on the dance floor, so the buffet's not buffet, the meal, they've just had the meal, and you've got to kick in with three absolute belters that are gonna get the audience audience, get the fucking yeah. crowd. <laughs> get the people feet. going. What what do you pick? Now I've got I've got three in mind in case you need some time to think. Okay, um, yeah, no, you go and I will I will compile my list. <clears throat> okay. So I've put a lot of thought into this. Just FYI. Um Okay. I'm going to judge, I'm, I'm going to judge the tone by what you say. <laughs> well, the thing is, I was thinking, if, if I was a wedding, would you want to go with all the cliches, or would you want to slap something on, where you're just like, I know that this is an absolute banger, I don't give a shit if anyone else likes it. Yeah, I think, really I think the latter. The... Yeah, so um, I'm kicking off with um, Give It To Me Baby by Rick James. Yeah. Now, listeners, if you don't know that song, you must immediately pause this podcast and go and listen to Give It To Me Baby by Rick James because it is one of the greatest songs of all time. It's groovy. Then I'm going from a bit of Rick James funk and I'm going straight into Michael fucking Jackson. Okay. What now, song? you're probably thinking, which song? Which song? Well, I'll tell you. The song I'm going for is um, a bit of... You think it was oh, it going to be Billie Jean? Is it going to be Smooth Criminal? Is it going to be the Earth song? No, it's going to be Working Day and Night. You got me working, working day and night. You got me working, working day and night. Then, I'm ending the triage of wedding bangers with one of the greatest songs of all time. Okay. Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA. <laughs> really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Gimme, Gimme, Gimme a man after midnight. Because I mean... what it does is all the, all the single ladies, they all rise, they all dance around, they all have some fun. Mm. They've, all got their, they've, all, they've all had their nails done. They've got their clippy-cloppy shoes on. It's great. All the men... Hopefully, are respectful and ask them if they'd like to dance. It's a wonderful place to be. Okay. Now okay. you seem underwhelmed by my choices, which I think is I like fine. the first two. Is... Abba would make me sit okay. down. Okay. Uh, oh, so I've lost you on Abba. I am not the Abba Abbaist. See, I am, but okay. So that's why I asked you the question. It's not about what I think; it's about what you think. See. I'd I'd probably go a slightly different way. And although I like the funk a lot, I would probably start with Do Your Thing by Basement Jacks. Oh, okay, so it's modern. <laughs> Is it bad that I've immediately changed my mind? <laughs> <laughs> my second track I, I'm not, would be... I'm, I'm going to come back to mine. I've changed my mind, sorry. Would be Yeah, Yeah... <laughs> by the body rockers I could teach you a thing or two yeah oh yeah oh 
Okay, that's. I did not have all of the songs that you would have picked. I never would have guessed you'd pick them. Uh, really? Well, I just think they're they're quite. They're not classics, are they? Yeah, but, well, does it have to be classics, or is it is it songs that no, are going to make people be. move? No, I, I mean I respect your decision. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but the. The second I hear some some funky basement jacks groove, I'm starting to move now. Can we get away with more. that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was going to say, can we get away with that? Okay. That's, that's fine. That's fine because uh, I'm, okay. I'm 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 not saying I own the song because I I don't. Basement Jacks made a beautiful song, just like Body Rocks made a very catchy tune with this one. I mean, you're going to start moving when that comes on. You know you are. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, oh yeah, gotta move oh, on. Yeah, I'm dancing, I'm dancing. See, uh, and and to f- to finish off, okay. So so we've done the we've done the the new the dance. I'm I'm gonna make this one my my end of the night then. Okay. Okay. So my my ending track would be this one. Yeah. You know what? You know what? <laughs> no diggity. <laughs> Right, I'm going to go out on the lip. You know you're dancing you're to no diggity. You're never getting booked. Why not? Because that's too specific, man. And I'll, pr- I'll prove it to you, because I've changed my mind. I To right, get him up on the dance floor, I'm get, I'm going, play that funky music, white boy. Ah, oh, that's what I should have said, actually. Oh, I, I, I'm going to go Ohio players. Oh, no. Oh, I'm completely then, changing my choice. Then I'm following up. <laughs> With Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Uh, no, so you'd lose me again there. Carry on, though. You might get me what back. What are you talking about? What are I you talking about? I don't like that song. It's overplayed. I've never been more disappointed. In... Then, I'm ending because how could I not end with Jukebox Hero by Foreigner? Ah, oh, good point. Standing in the <laughs> room. Couldn't get a ticket. It was sold out show. It, this is almost spoken word. But the roar of the crowd, he could picture the scene. I turn it into the wall, and like a distant scream, he heard that guitar. I think at this point, I'm going to sign off and just just let you carry on, mate.